welcome to Drop the Mic, the last word in mortgage podcast. Brought to you by Mortgage Markets QSO, home with the best digital mortgage solution. And now, here are your hosts, Jason and Mike. That's right, and today we've got our first guest on the Drop the Mic podcast. His name is Ed Fosse, and thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much. Truly my pleasure. Oh, it's good to have you. Ed, how's it going? You know, you have such a impressive and diverse career in, in the banking, specifically credit union space. Tell, tell us more about that. Well, gosh, you know, it all started back uh, in the early 80s uh, when I was in college, and I started as a teller. And uh, honestly, probably the greatest job I ever had in the business was being a teller because that's where I got uh, to interact with uh, the clients and really learn the, the basics of the business from some amazing professionals that that took me under their wing and really guided me through my early years and my career. Um, since then, I've, I've literally had every position. I, I've worked in uh, indirect lending. I've worked in mortgage lending. I've been in marketing, uh, although thank God I got out of that because I wasn't very good at it. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've been in commercial lending, all forms of lending, really. Uh, I've run operations. I've had the, the honor and pleasure of being uh, a CEO for some amazing organizations. Uh, I've helped, uh, you know, banks and credit unions uh, restore their operational and, and financial health, and I've also helped uh, strong organizations thrive and prosper. So it's it's been a true honor and pleasure to to work with so many different teams to help them through the year and and truly serve them uh, in in a, in a way that I just never imagined when I first started in the business. That was one of the first things that struck me. We've had. On the channel, we've had such great credit union CEOs on this show, but there's always something very unique about the credit union president who started off as a teller. I just think it gives you a completely different perspective on, on the world of banking, and that was one of the first things that jumped out at me. The second thing I want to tell you is I, I went to your website this morning and pulled it up on a 50-inch monitor here in the studio, and we're going to put the website in the episode description that when you go to the website, the first thing you see is this lady sitting by the Atlantic Ocean exhaling. And I thought that perfectly captured how I thought today. I just thought everything's going to be okay. We're going to come out of this. We're going to move beyond this incredible disruption. So we're looking forward to talking to you about that as well. But what I want to know is because I've had a lot of people approach me over the years asking me to do a show for this or that. And I've always, you know, kind of demurred because I have the show that I do on Friday. When we had Mike on the show, it was the first live show we had done, I think, in six or seven years. Right. So I was like, I kind of picked them. So I think there's got to be something unique about this brand. Uh, what has impressed you the most from that C-suite, that executive perspective? What's impressed you the most about working with Mortgage Markets QSO? Well, it's really their focus on the people, uh, and that's really been our focus and my focus for my entire career is, is really, you know, uh, working with the people and caring for the people that care for our, our clients. And uh, I say clients because, you know, Mortgage Markets is our partner and we're a client of theirs, but we have members. They're still a client, if you will. Uh, but Mortgage Markets has always been incredibly responsive. 
they treat our members as if they were their own personal uh, family. They are, are solution-oriented, so they're, they're not looking to necessarily fit somebody into a specific box. They really, truly take the time to listen to our members and to our staff as well, our team members, that, uh, that helps uh, get the full picture of what they're trying to accomplish for their long-term success. And it's not the mortgage market's long-term success. It's, that's a result of what they do, but it's truly our members and our team members' long-term success. They're really focused on that. So it's hard to find a, a partner in the business today that really is that aligned with our strategic and, and uh, you know, underlying uh, goals and objectives that we have and, and our, our culture, really. It, it aligns so nicely with our culture. And it's, those are hard things to find in the business these days, and Mortgage Markets yeah. really checks all of those boxes for us in, in, a, in an amazing way. love about you personally and professionally is that you are very honest and direct. And, and Jason and I were talking offline, and, and we think in, in a very passionate way that the credit union marketplace needs some new voices in terms of leadership. What, what do you think about that? Well, I, part of me would like to say that it's not new voices that we need, but it's maybe uh, returning back to our, our foundational voices, our, our principles of of a focus on, on people and process, not on, on results. Now, that's not to say that we're all not, you know, result-oriented. We are, and I certainly am. But it's the results are the, the product of focusing on things that are critical to our success. Um, we can't do what we do uh, without our people. Uh, our team members are amazing. Uh, we, we focus on their, their lives, their successes, uh, their, their, their growth uh, in every single day that we are with them. And uh, we take a lot of pride in caring not only for them but for their families and, and how their families uh, as a whole succeed. Um, and, and we do that by setting up strong process-oriented things for them to accomplish that focus on, uh, on delivering a service that people just will never believe they could receive. And, and so part of me really thinks that it's returning to that, that voice of the past, if you will, yeah. that is yeah. not so much, I'm you know, kidding. touting how, how many asset dollars I have on the books yeah. or, or whether or not my ROA is profitable or I had specific growth numbers. It's, it's, it's about focusing on the things that produce those successes. It's, those numbers are scorecard numbers, if you will, or, or the grade that you get. Um, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that I, it goes back to how I've raised my children, really. Uh, you know, we never focused on grades when they were in school, as an example. We, we always focused on learning. We focused on what produces the grades. Fortunately, at work, they're amazing individuals, amazing adults now. Uh, they were amazing students. But they learn. They actually learn things in school, and they they learn not only 
the educational piece, but how to be good citizens, good people. And, uh, and I think that's what we need to return to, not so much the focus on, you know, whether or not I've, I've got enough uh, growth numbers on my books to get my bonus at the end of the year. I think you're right. It's not maybe not new voices, but the message, as I told you on the phone, so much energy is spent on, you know, we've, we've, on advocacy. We've got to defend this. And, you know, most people wake up in the morning, they check their balance, and they move on with their day. They're not as absorbed in all of this stuff. And what you're talking about is that personal element of banking and credit unions making the case that, hey, we're more local than the other guys perhaps. And so, yeah, we'll have a lot of time. Yeah, and, and we see, you know, honestly, we see so many stories about, you know, these these CEOs of large companies that are they're making amazing amounts of money, and uh, you know, a, a week or two later, you see the layoffs that occur in their organizations or the downsizing, as they like to say, um, you know, in, in the results of some of the things that they have to do to keep their share value up. We're so fortunate in the credit union business to not have to worry about a share value. It's really worrying about the value that we are delivering to our members and to our team members to create that value. And that gives us a unique advantage in the business is to really focus on those things. Unfortunately, as leaders sometimes, we we neglect those and, and look towards the the bright, shiny things that give us personal rewards. Um, and that's really what I think, again, we need to, to move away from. Uh, we, we've gotten into the personal rewards game, and we really need to focus on the things that deliver the end result of a personal reward, not getting that reward in and of itself. Those are the things that you can sustain. You can sustain the processes. You can you can get a number any time. You can create or manufacture a number any time. But if you're looking to sustain results, you got to focus on your people and you got to focus on the process. Absolutely true. Final question: uh, If you could get every banking professional in a room, what would you tell them? Hey, we got to take one big lesson away. And it's like the wrap-up moment. You're doing the keynote address kind of thing. We're going to take one key lesson away from this once-in-a-lifetime, multi-generational, impactful moment that henceforth will ever be remembered as COVID-19 in the banking marketplace, what's the number one lesson we all need to take away from this experience? Well, I, I really think it's, it's four words. Uh, one is be prepared. Um, You've you got to be prepared for things that you just in your lifetime could have never imagined could have happened. You need to be nimble. You, you need to be able to to move quickly and address uh, what COVID has taught us can be a, a cataclysmic kind of an event uh, in terms of its impact. And then you have to be humble and kind. You have to maintain your humility through all of this. I mean, look what a small virus did to an amazing amount of people, and the amount of lives lost and, and the impact to, to the citizenry uh, throughout the world, really. Um, yeah. and, and then remember that people are being impacted by this, so you've got to keep your kindness. Uh, we, we've, we've gone to leveraging technology as a result of this whole thing, but, but you have to remember that there are people delivering that technology, and without the people, you, you can't win in any of our games that we're playing. So you have to be 
you have to be kind and you have to keep your humility through all of that. And, and, uh, and, and I hope those are some lessons, some positive lessons that we can take away from this, uh, this horrible COVID-19 pandemic. Just before the interview, we, uh, yeah, just before the interview, Mike and I asked Ed if he would consider being a recurring guest, and I'm so glad because if I if I asked Ed every question I want to ask him right now, the podcast will be about seven hours long, so you have that to look forward to. Uh, but until then, um, Mike and I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Drop the Mic Mortgage Podcast, the last word in Mortgage Podcast. Ed, absolutely awesome. Thank you so kindly. We'll talk to you very very soon. Thank you all so very much. Oh, that's Thank great you, Ed. All right, Mike, before we get out of here, what are, your, what are your takeaways? What's your first thought having listened to that interview? You told me. You told me he was going to be great. Oh, I could keep going with that. I mean, I, I, I wanted to get into John Wooden, Ed, in, in your process. And, and because, because, listen, <clears throat> People need to hear that and know that, that I think you were saying it, right, in so many words that um, it's about your budget, right, or money and the shiny object. You have to focus on the process. This guy, Jason, right here taught me that. I wouldn't be here <laughs> if I didn't. I, it's true, and he, Ed knows this. If I didn't embrace that and that and rip the Band-Aid off that type of comment, more credit unions need to look at that and look at their process on how they do things if you do, things will follow into place. And I know, Ed, you feel passionately about that, and it can't be stated uh, enough to be candid. Well, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. This is actually this is just actually something that, you know, like I said, there was a reason I wanted to do this. I do believe there is a, a new mass American migration going on. I think people are moving right now, so, of course, homes and housing and real estate and the underlying element in all that, mortgages, hey, it's in the name of the, of the company and the podcast, is, is and has always been 40 acres and a mule. You know, since the beginning of our collective American experience. And so it, that combined with the, the need to talk honestly about what's the messaging in credit means. I used to make the joke that on my, on my national show, that you could basically just replay the opening keynote at the GAC conference every year for the last 20 years. It's all the same thing. And yet yeah. during that time, there have been radical changes and moments of inflection in the banking marketplace. And so it's going to be great, great to have Ed alongside to talk about this. But I've got to, I've got to warn you, Ed, um, Mike only pays me $7 an episode. This is not a get rich quick speech. All right? This is not. If you think you're going to make a lot of money doing this, you are. Oh, you are, no. I, I, I've, it, it, honestly, and I've, I've told this to, gosh, I, countless people. If I were in this for the money, I'd be doing something different. Yeah, right. Um, the, you know, it, it's not that we don't make a reasonable living to care for our families, no. but no. Exactly. This, is, no. uh, this is a service passion that I have. It's always been that no. way. Um, you know, and in, in, in it's again, it's just not about the dollars and cents. So if I if it ever becomes that, I'm, I'm definitely doing the wrong thing. Well, Mike, it's our first guest. Uh, I got to say that was that I would tune in next time if I were a banking and credit union professional, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Ed has been in the credit union world and banking world for so long. His illustrious yeah, so long. career um, shows, and he's really a, a tremendous. 
uh, asset to know personally and professionally, Jason. He really is. The young people will say it's street cred. I would call it as a Generation X of notes. It's professional credibility. He's done it all. Tell us. Yeah, he, he really does. And and you can't fake you can't fake experience. Um, thank you, Sam. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Drop the Mic Mortgage Podcast. The last word in mortgage podcast. My name is Jason Dyes. His name is Mike Ferraro. And now it's time to drop the mic. Now, normally I would end the show right there and bring up the music, but something very funny happened, so I've left this part unedited. Edit here. And I can't believe he remembered his line. I was going to upset him. And I can't believe I remembered it either. I can't can't believe I remembered it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. The studio, the studio audience is in shock. They can't believe he remembered the line. See, Ed taught me that too. Let me tell you. Well, you were just, you were just afraid of all the grief I was going to give you if you didn't remember the line. Of course, the only line you need to remember is Mortgage Market QSO, a credit union service organization, digital mortgage solutions for credit unions. Partner with us for your fast track to growth. Join us next month for Drop the Mic, the last word in Mortgage Podcast. Brothers got the night to keep you coming around.